Between the World and Me by Ty Coates, pages 109 to 132. I know we've done this before, but for this section, the second half of part two, I want you to read this or reread this heavily focused on putting yourself in the shoes of the sun. I believe that you'll gain a greater sense of what Tyhasi Coates is trying to say. I think you'll have a greater sense of understanding and compassion and some empathy for it if you explore it thinking about yourself as the sun. Once that's established and you take the lessons being told by Tosse Coates to heart, I think then we can explore the compare and contrast and the reflection from your own life to how you see the world, to how your family acts, to how your extended family acts. I think that's where we can tie in your personal experience. But from a literary standpoint, from an experience standpoint, from a thought-provoking standpoint, I want you to put yourself once again into the, the shoes of the sun receiving the advice. One of the most important lessons he talks about in this section, and this section reads a little bit more like a father to a son focused on direct advice than other sections of the novel. And he says, you have the right to be who you want to be. And he, and he lists, you have the right to listen to music as loud as you want, to dress how you want. And I think traditionally, I can speak from my own experience, being a white male, that idea of being told you can be who you want to be or dress the way you want to be was always framed as this positive, this is empowerment, self-empowerment, self-confidence. This idea, it's, it's centered, that statement centered around hard work and perseverance and, you know, make the most of your opportunities and, and all these sort of buzz phrases and catch words and all this stuff. But when Tyasi Coates is saying this to his son, you have the right to be who you want to be, and I'm paraphrasing slightly there, he's saying that because there's a thought and a feeling that Traditionally speaking, and from Taihasi Coates' experience, which we're focusing on here, being who you want to be as a black man or black woman in the United States could result in the loss of your body, whether it is death or incarceration, being harassed by the police, whatever it might be. So, and that is a huge difference. And I, and, and I don't, and I, there's so much to talk about in, the, in this section and I'm not going to even get close to covering all of it in this podcast. We'll cover the rest of it in class. I want you to focus on that idea that for myself, remember, Tyson Coates and I both grew up in Maryland, both in Baltimore. Tyson Coates in the city, myself in the county. I get told, you can dress how you want. You can be who you want to be. It's not framed with, but if you dress like that, if you act that way, if you be who you want to be, the ramifications could be death. It could be 
a truly negative American experience. Just being yourself. And what Ty has a coach is saying for himself and for his son, you can be who you want to be. Don't let anyone tell you different. Even though historically speaking, for the black community, this has been a problem. So there's other communities we can talk about. There's other types of people in this country who feel disenfranchised. And we can talk about that as well. But as we focus on Ty Hasekoch's advice to his son here, I think it's important to frame it up that sheds light on just how different the American experience is in Ty Hasekoch's eyes versus some of the experiences that we're probably having I can speak for myself as I had reading this text. He talks about the breach of the gap and trying to breach the gap between the world and himself. Feeling that there, he's trying to figure that out. Part of his academic struggle, his intellectual focus has been on figuring out why there is this gap. And I think all of us from an advice standpoint that in the importance of questioning. He keeps telling us, his son, you got to continue to evolve and that is through questioning and not just accepting what you see at face value. It's really important to remember that Taihasi Coates in his American experience, while he says that he's been happy to go through this struggle and if he died tomorrow or today, as he says in the text that he would he would be happy with what he achieved in his life is that there's a comfort in this struggle and when he goes to Paris and takes himself out of this comfort zone which might sound weird because obviously this has not been an easy road It's an eye-opening experience for him. And traveling to a new part of the world, he realizes that he's part of the world. And there's more than just this American experience. And one of the points that was really interesting, I felt, was that he talks about that the fear that is built up inside of him has hurt his experience has impacted the way he interacts with people, has has impacted the way he sees the world. And it became very clear when he went to Paris that that was something that needed attention. How do you deal with that? And it goes back to that section on the loss of time. The acceptance of the dream is important to consider and look at. But I think that advice that he gives his son towards the end of this section on 31, when we start talking about the dreamers on 131 and 132, is that the dream exists because it's when it's justified, the justification of the dream, the acceptance of the dream. And what he's asking his son to do is not only to be aware of it, but in my opinion, he's asking his son to reject it. And for us as readers, we need to analyze those last 
paragraphs on page 131 and 132. And what does rejection of the dream look like? And if you don't believe that there is a dream, and this is something that Ty as a coach has manifested, then how do we make sense of his experience? Because so much of what we've gone through with this text is this idea that there is not just one person holding down and impacting the lives of black Americans all over the country. That it's a faceless monster that is so difficult to overcome and defeat because it's so deeply ingrained in so many institutions, so many societal norms and cultural aspects that making one small change to one small element is only impacting surface level opportunities. So we'll talk about what he's writing about on page 131 and 132 in class, we'll pull up the text. And I want you to think about if you're Tyhasi Coates' son, how are you taking this advice? What is, how does this make you feel? But then what is your plan moving forward? What is your next step? What is your next phase in life? What are you preparing for? How do you prepare? I want, us, I want that to be where we take this conversation. There's so much to unpack in this section. And I'm doing this probably no service uh, by cutting this off here. But I do want to make sure that we have enough time with our coursework in class. I really talk about the way this section wraps up with this idea that if we don't accept this dream, the one that Tyhasi Coach is talking about, what does that look like? And does that bring about change? If the system can be changed, if there's a universal or a majority belief that this systematic change can take place.